Welcome to the Goth Mom Podcast. You just like to overcomplicate things. I do. I'm your host, Perry Sterling, and with me is my husband, Don't J.D. Mess it up. Patrick. J.D. Patrick, and associates. And associates. Attorney at law. What is your... Oh, okay. There we go. What Esquire. Kind of, what kind of law do you practice? Baron Von Patrick. Uh, I, I do maritime law. Mar- oh, uh, We're just full of Arrested Development We really are, around. yeah, that's our like, third or fourth one Ever tonight. since the baby was born, we have become the Discipline Daddy Yeah I'm about to Discipline Daddy this fucking cat that's rubbing its face against the microphone <laughs> Oh, he just wants to be part of the, the podcast no, he wants us to feed him on time, but that's not gonna happen uh, Special host Apollo Should we give him host. a stage name too? Um. Hermes <laughs> Hermes Sterling Patrick um, right now I'm reading a book that is the, uh, retell, like a retelling of, um, Medusa, uh, ironically. Which one's that? Stone Blind. Stone Blind, okay. Um. I've, I've heard quite a few people have, uh, taken a new feminist take on the story of Medusa, because if I recall correctly, isn't like... You know, we read the text as like, oh, she's a monster. It's like, well, she got raped by a god, and she was a little pissy about that. And then this guy came and tried to cut off her yeah. head. You know, you'd be mad too. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. Especially after the last book I read, which was truly not great. Mm-hmm. Shit, I can't remember the well, name. The last book you read? Yeah. Uh, Horns, the book no, I told you to read? No, no, I read one in between. Oh. She oh, that was that other one. Behind Her, her Eyes. eyes. Yeah. Yeah, that was not a well-ran book. Yeah. Um, Did you talk about Horns at all on her? I didn't. Horns? I, I insisted she read Horns, written by Joe Hill, Stephen King's son. Uh, I'd say there's definitely goth elements of it. I mean, the entire yeah. story, the, the main character is an outcast in town. Uh, he has horns. Very goth. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It, goths. Let's, let's jump ahead. We did the vamp thing with the teeth. Can we go Horns next? I remember I was very excited when the keyboardist from uh, Cradle of Filth, or Children of Bodom, as yeah. you call them, but when the keyboardists uh, began wearing, uh, like, deer horn, like, stag horns on stage. A-, a lady, too. But yeah, it looked really cool. I feel like metal and goth is just really s- happy with what horns can do. But yeah, read horns, <laughs> don't watch the movie, the movie is not good. We, we- have to watch the movie, though. Oh, I'm so not looking forward to you it. You told me we had to watch the movie. I know, we do. I say a lot of things I regret. I told you I felt the cast choices were odd. Yes. Not who I pictured. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, our neighbor, one of the... My neighbor moms texted a really funny text, and <laughs> she said... She said, good lord, I disgraced Ina Garden tonight. The dinner I made was a veritable war crime. Wow. I am so interested. Yeah, I want to know all the details. Details? I want to no know details. details. What's, What's your, your dad's, dad's name? Like? And your mom's. Um, yeah, Perry has been gardening a lot lately, uh, which is very funny because originally the only things that grew from our backyard was uh, woe and ouchies because we were cut... Our whole backyard was covered in poison ivy. I was covered in it head to toe. It was a straight up jungle. When oh no! We it's it. hilariously that when we came here to like first visit the place, and it was all nice and kempt, and then those dirty college girls here never went back there again. Because when we moved in, they were literally the plants were taller than you. 
They were like taller than you, honey. Yeah, and I went in like a dingus, like, all right, I'm gonna, gonna go roll my sleeves up and cut this stuff down. Oh, I feel itchy. Oh, that's probably nothing. Yeah. That and then was... I was. Because <laughs> you are seriously allergic to poison ivy. Yeah. It's not like you just like got poison ivy or poison oak, whatever. Uh, it, 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 well, it's also not just I'm allergic to it. It's I touched a fucking lot of it. Right. But even if you touch a little bit, you break out pretty easily. You yeah. get like welts. Uh, I see. I see the photos after the baby was born, and I have a big thing on my wrist from having gone back into it to, to win. But the battle has been won. Yeah, we and had literally every part of. So our yard is a. So we have a deck, and then obviously underneath that is all cemented, and then there's like a center patch of cement, and there is soil surrounding that so on three sides and everywhere there was soil there was weeds yeah like it's hard to even see the cement patch like i was looking at pictures because yeah, we, we didn't realize that there was the sidewalk at the very back of the fence oh yeah until i got through everything it was crazy we i forgot how bad it was until i saw pictures the other day yeah. and it's funny because i'm always you know kind of upset with the way our, not upset that's a little too strong of a word um but i always want our yard to look nicer and then i look back on those pictures and i have a new appreciation for the way our, our yard looks because it is beautiful yeah. compared to what we moved in with oh yeah uh, and even even our neighbor would fuck with me like you're not gonna get that bamboo out guess what pat i got the fucking bamboo out what are you italian what? all of a sudden what yeah, go, go smack your mother. Oh, oh, I'm over here now. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I'm cramming a lot of things together. I say, oh, God, to you a lot, I've noticed. Oy vey, yeah. Yeah, no, not oy vey, oh, God. What does oy vey mean? What's the vey in oy You're an vey? idiot. Oh, well. No, that's not what I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't know Yiddish. I know some Yiddish. Uh, but anyway... Yeah, so we have a garden. We did not... We've been in the house for two summers, tech, three summers. But the first one we moved in in August, and obviously we had the weed situation. Not the fun kind of weed. So we didn't do anything that summer. And then last summer we had a newborn child. So this was the first year I was really able to do a garden, which honestly I wasn't even going to do because it just seemed like such a thing to take on that I just was not ready for and our next door neighbor had an extra bed mm-hmm. so right. she had purchased one for herself she, Those yeah. of decent size she, yeah she purchased two and they were way too big f- to use both of them so she gave us one and I was like well we might as well use it um, I don't know what kind of soil ours is and I haven't tested it yet we probably should at some point but I didn't feel super comfortable growing anything directly in the ground. Again, especially with all the weed situation. And um, so we just, like, put that down. But it's nice that there's soil under there. Mm-hmm. So that they, it can, like, you know, the roots can reach to the soil if it needs. But, yeah, I'm really pleased with the way it's coming out. We have eggplants and yellow squash and zucchini and onions and tomatoes and peppers and we have a pumpkin 
an oopsie pumpkin that I some know. bird planted a seed with a, with in a, a totally separate I don't think so. Uh, you think it was just pulling it apart and dropping yeah, seeds? Yeah, yeah. Um, totally separate from the rest of the garden, but it's slowly becoming huge and making its way into our garden. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to see how those turn out. Yeah, so I think we might need a trellis. I don't know. Emily and I are talking about it. Well, Emily and I are it's actually... It's like a thing that the, like the plant can climb onto. Okay. Uh... But Emily and I are actually going to do a podcast soon about our golf garden. Oh, okay. Then we're going to get all the way into it then. Yeah, I told okay. you we were. Okay, cool. I do. I did just look up the history of golf gardens, and they say a lot of it goes back to, like, Victorian literature. Just, like, a woman sneaking out of the house late at night and through the mossy, the mossy backyard and then into the, fam, the family plot. Yes. Well, eventually, yeah. So, eventually, we're going to do a golf eventually garden. Eventually, we're all going to be buried back there. Is the goal. Oh, God, I hope not. No. Um, yes, eventually a goth garden is the goal with, like, fun, dark flowers, which yeah. Neighbor and I will talk about. We should, get, we should get a fun point. statue back there. Unless we get, like, you know what we should do? We should get, in our neighborhood, uh, there's these statues of T-Rexes that are very popular. We should get a T-Rex and then, like, knock the arms off so we could have, like, Venus de Ranosaurus. Yeah, sure. Hell yeah. That means you get to put no, a No, I feel like too. we need the T-Rex A out. T-Rex with a titty? Oh my god. You just said titty, yikes. Um, I feel like the T-Rex needs to go out front. Yeah, you, you want to put him in the Iggy plot? Or like, yeah, you know, or like next to the hydrangea. Yeah, we, we buried my pet rabbit out front. So we Your could pet rabbit? Our pet rabbit. And uh, boy, he didn't care for that very much. <laughs> now, uh, he's dead. I'm very sad about it. But yeah, we buried him out there. And we're going to plant something eventually. Because I want, I want his flesh to grow an animal. That's the way I wanted it. Be buried too. Bury me and make me a tree. Yep. Well, he's probably gonna be a lavender bush. That's fine. Um. What else is going on? Well, oh, our girl Taylor. Oh uh, yeah. We recorded "Speak Now" and released that. Woo. So. I, I. What? No, I was gonna say I. I made a post. Yeah. That went. I'm not gonna say it went viral. It got <laughs> it, it, it got shared enough that dipshits I didn't know. So, so basically, I I just made a, a status that was a uh, Taylor Swift re-recording her entire catalog to fuck over her record company is more punk rock than anything a punk rock band has ever done. And a bunch of people shared it. But then at a certain point, that's when enough people saw it that they had to insert their own two cents, which was the well thought out argument of nah and Taylor's not punk. And, you know, a bunch of other things that... Also, like, you're scabby, missing a joke, guys. Scabby, zitty, punk boys. Like, you can't make money and be punk. Jesse but, has declared this a Swifty House, officially. It's a Swifty House, yeah. Yeah. I, I find myself defending her. Uh, yeah, which somebody, I get it now. Yeah, but somebody said online, like, I don't understand the appeal. And I just put it like, it's like Foo Fighters. Like, yeah, I think it's a little weird when it's somebody's favorite band, but, like... They it, like Foo Fighters. They've been around a long time. They tend to have three to four great songs per album, and they evolve just enough that it's always interesting. It's funny that you mentioned Foo Fighters since Dave Grohl hugged my boss. Oh yeah, that's Monday right. That was in the news. To her. Um, but yeah, I I get it. I get why people are de- defend her, um, and. 
You were definitely, I wouldn't say more into her, but you definitely knew more songs and played her more frequently than I did. Yeah, there were songs, I, I don't even want to say, I, I always hate that thing of like, I listen to this ironically. Like, no, it's you're not listening to something ironically. You find it entertaining for a different reason. Right. Like, I like that song, uh, You Belong to Me. And obviously, I didn't like it in the way it was intended, which was for 12-year-old girls to feel about their first crush. I just thought it was silly and saccharine sweet, but a catchy song. I really, truly was like, I don't get it. Yeah. But now I, I do. And well, that's, that's what helped. I always said, like, and we've obviously done a whole Taylor Swift podcast, but the two of us haven't really talked about it. No. Um, but I always said, like, I forget if I said it on the podcast... But if I had tried to start from the beginning, I would have absolutely ended at Speak Now. Like, there's yeah. no way I would have kept going. Maybe I would have tried to go into Red, because I know that's, like, the big kahuna. Mm -hmm. But I don't think I would have, like, read enough to leverage me into, like, more, even right. if I made it right. that far. But what got me there was everyone saying, listen to Reputation first. Mm -hmm. Be because I knew... As I was going through the the discography, oh, eventually this album I know I really like a lot is coming. Uh-huh. So I'm okay with getting there. Right. And I know people shit on Reputation, but, like, I, I don't know a lot of the songs off it. I love Look What You Made Me Do. Oh, yeah. Um, it's great. That would yeah. be your Taylor album, too. I can't remember, the other thing that made her so big is it's very much every band that can pull off what the Beatles did, which is to start as a teeny bopper that, like, young kids that are very susceptible to music if you can make them emotionally connect to your music and then grow with them yeah like you're good like that's the, that's what separates Taylor Swift from the fucking Jonas Brothers because the Jonas Brothers were never writing anything but songs for children well that's bye 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 see that's what I think that's why I think I like Taylor Swift now and I meant to like her now is and I stand by this the stuff she was coming out with when I was in high school I was not going to jive with and even looking back so like Speak Now came out like the re-release and it was like kind of cool to be like a part of it this time because this is the first time something's happened with her that I've actually been a part of what's going yeah. on and, and well, I, would also say, I don't know if it's because we're more into it, but this seems like the first time that something's been big enough in a long time that literally, like, oh, my entire community is talking about the fact that this album dropped today. And I can't think of any other time or any other... Like, when was the last time people were stoked for any album coming out? Right. Well, and I would say, so that community sense was everyone trying to buy tickets for her. True. For me, and that's why I started finally deciding to get... To see what it was about. Right. But, like, I still stand by, like, there is no way, even if I, if it was like, oh, you'll like her eventually, there is no way I was ever going to be into those first albums in high school, even if I gave them a chance. Mm -hmm. um, and if, if Reputation, which would have been insane because she would have been, like, 16, but if Reputation came out when I was 16, I absolutely would have been all over it and listened to it. But because it came out when I was, like, 27 or 26, I was, like, not about to start listening mm -hmm. to Taylor Swift. Like, I wasn't in, like, an emo, like, yeah, like sad girl phase. Any That's not really sad girl. That's more mad girl. Mm -hmm. 
mad girl phase anymore. Hashtag mad girl. So, like, yeah, by the time that album, even though I do like that album a lot now, by the time it came out, I wasn't about to start exploring Taylor Swift out of mm-hmm. nowhere. Oh, I mean, to, to give an alternate thing, I think if My Chemical Romance hits big, like, two to three, if I'm two to three years older when that hits... Uh, I don't think I get into it as much as I do because I think I would have been of the age where I would have been way, like this is gay. Yeah. Like by the time when they came out, what was that? Two thousand four. Yeah. Bench? Yeah. I'm like yeah. I'm like seventeen. So already at that point, I had already gotten like, oh, you like what you like. Yeah. No, I agree. And a lot of that had to do with a lot of the metal coming out around then. It was just not my cup of tea. I right. Mean, I didn't like it anymore. Well, and and the, that had always been my identity on the metalhood. That's the thing. Like, her first three albums were, like, largely country. And I wasn't someone who was like, I like everything but country. But, like, that wasn't the kind of country I was interested in or was ever going to listen to. And, you know, I just wasn't, like, a big pop person anyway. Yeah. Um, But, so, it's pretty cool because, so, when I was listening to her discography... I listened to Fearless, Taylor's version, and read Taylor's version without even, like, I don't even think I realized she re-recorded, like, every single part of the song. Mm -hmm. But I certainly had never listened to the albums and wouldn't know them enough to, like, hear the differences Mm -hmm. between them. And those are the only ones. I never listened to Taylor's first production of Red or Fearless. But Speak Now... I know enough of the songs because there were a couple that like hit me that I would listen to and I know some of them enough to really hear the difference right. and that's what I think is cool like we have listened to Mean so many times because of our fucking kid yeah she loves that it. like we heard clap immediately yeah She'll we immediately end. heard the difference yeah in that song I heard the difference in Haunted because I really like that song in Never Grow Up which still makes me cry every fucking time I hear it no matter what mm. Um, but it's funny, I actually reached out to, like, this Philly vegan Swifty mom, uh, on Instagram and was like, okay, I know you, like, are really into Taylor, like, tell me, like, what else to check out, Mm -hmm. because she's just, like, all about it, and she sent me her, a podcast she was on that, like, explained her, um, trajectory into it, I'm like, yeah, I think that's, that's a common theme I hear, is people say that they grew up with her and like whenever she released an album like that's how they were feeling and maybe that was the problem with reputation as a lot of people weren't like All right, the reputation was a trash yeah she, she tried to well she tried to make like a, a, a dance club hit album or at least look what look what, what you, do you mean to do oh it's not dance club hit at all wow. no it's very like dark and wow. edgy mm-hmm. um but I think that's why people didn't relate to it because they're like, well, my right. reputation isn't trash. Like, every other album mm-hmm. you can, like, relate to a little mm-hmm. better. Like, Red is, like, a breakup album and, like, Lovers of... I'm in Love album. Uh, I did make the point the other day that I do, I do like the little bit of evolution we've had. That the 2000s, the whole thing was, like, Britney Spears and Christina Aguilera and Mandy Moore. Like, what? Better switch me chairs. Better switch me chairs. But like they're they're virginal and they're, they're they're pure and ooh like everybody gave a shit about Britney Spears unpunctured teen vagina Ew. and then the entire thing with Taylor Swift from day one it's like yeah this girl fucks and then she gets mad and writes about it but that, that's what sucks too is like her sex life is still 
such a like there's, there's definitely an, an anti woman slut shaming well, aspect. Well, I was gonna say it said she was slut shamed. But it le- But here's the thing though. I I don't think in the way of like Madonna. I don't think anybody. I don't think anybody really like slapped the title of whore onto Taylor Swift. She always has been able to have. I a, think Kanye did. Wow. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, she has always managed to continually present. Uh, musically and in her image very much the all-American girl while being the nice girl who enjoys sex. Like, that's, you know, only bad girls like sex. That's the weird mental thing that a lot of people... Right, and really she's not, like, she's not talking about sex. She's talking about dating. The implication is she's having sex, of course. But it's about dating, and that's why people didn't like her was Mm -hmm. because, like... What I'm saying is Taylor needs to cover wet-ass pussy. That's my Oh, God. Who... Yeah, that's right... Who put on that music video the other day? Um, it wasn't me. I heard you no. watching it, though. Was it Emily and JR? It must have been. Yeah, that tracks. Um, but I would see her next time if her ticket situation is in a total debacle. Yeah, it, it will be. Yeah. But it's worth a try. She, You know what she needs to do to really meet demand? She needs to be like, what I'm going to do is I'm going to do month on, month off. I'm just going to... Do a residency in Philly for a fucking month. That's the only way you meet that demand. Yeah. No, I think I would, like, see. There's no way I would wait for eight hours. Well, here's the thing, though, too. The reason the demand was so bad is because she hadn't toured for, like, the last four albums. Uh Uh-huh. So there was, like, a lot of music that people had not heard live. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think it's like that every time. Yeah, I don't know. Um, also, this was, like, a huge, um, like, she was playing so many more songs from, like, her old stuff than she typically would have. Mm-hmm. Um, the but, only thing, the only thing I didn't like, I, I didn't like that they refer to it as, like, the Eras Tour. And she also does a little bit of the Eras thing at the end of, uh, Look What You Made Me Do. And it's like, honey, every time you put on a different outfit doesn't count as an era. Well, no, I think it's the albums. The albums uh, are the eras. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, because she's in a different era of her life. That's right. Um, yeah. Well, it's funny because I told you I was watching a YouTube on the Ticketmaster debacle. And I, for- I was telling you yesterday, I forgot how quick, how, how close we were to getting out- shut out of Cure tickets. Yeah. Because sure. that was a debacle too. And it was very similar of... We signed up for a pre-sale. We didn't get a code. We were put on the wait list. And it wasn't... They went on sale at 10 a.m. It wasn't until 4 p.m., which, if you recall, you got a a text about Baltimore. Yeah, that's right. And I was like, well, I don't really want to go to Baltimore for this. Like, I will, but I want a Philly seat. And then at 4 p.m. And then I got the Philly one. And we got pretty damn good seats considering we had to wait all fucking day. Yeah, yeah they were very, very good. But yeah, that was... I had forgotten that the cure was such a debacle. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, some, it's just insurmountable sometimes, unfortunately. Like, me and my cousin desperately wanted to go see the uh, finale tour, the farewell tour of Aerosmith, the peace out tour, if you will. Yes. 
Oh, no. And, uh, but the tickets were so, like, literally, like, to sit on a bar stool to not even have, like, a real seat was, like, 400 bucks. And me and Cousin Mike were just like, we got the memories. <laughs> Wait, so you don't think they'll tour again? They're announcing this as their final tour, and unlike a lot of bands, I think they'll do that. Because they haven't toured a lot the last few years. They've had a residency in Las Vegas. They're all old as fuck. Uh, their drummer... Because that was always one of the appeals of Aerosmith, is they were one of the only bands that... Yes, they had a, a, some members move around in the 80s, but other than that, like the band members on... On uh, I don't want to miss a thing are the same exact players that were on Dream On thirty years before. Mm-hmm. Like it was always Joey Kramer, Tom Hamilton, Joe Perry, Brad Whitford, Steven Tyler. Oh wow! Well, speaking of tours, as of recording today, Beyonce is maybe on stage as we speak yeah. in Philly. I- I'd say so. Starting her tour, which is pretty cool. We were talking about how. Well, you were saying it's you like seeing bands' first tours. The first stop. Of I mean, the, tour. the first stop of the tour. Yeah. And I was saying it's pretty rare that a place like Philadelphia would be a first stop for a tour because they would want to be rehearsing all day. They tend to find places that mm-hmm. are a little more off the grid for their first show. So, well, one of the other things, and this has been for smaller bands. I actually read a whole article on just the art of uh, planning out the stops on a tour. And I just noticed lately that a lot more mid-tier bands that I like, uh, you know, by mid-tier, I mean, you know, not Metallica, say Cradle of Filth, uh, and you can't say Children of Bodom because Alexi Lyra was dead and they're not around anymore. Oh, sorry. But uh, their new tour... Alexi. Their new tour and other bands are just completely skipping Philadelphia, and I think part of the reason those small bands would start in Philadelphia is they can start in Philadelphia, then go out around the country, and then come back to the East Coast and do Baltimore and New York. Right. We're, we're so in between, whereas, like, it, it, it makes sense for Washington, D.C. and Baltimore makes sense because Washington, D.C. pulls a lot of the population from Virginia and, you know, for, like, big tours. Right. And again, and again, some places don't even do D.C. They'll do uh, Richmond. Right. And then Richmond will pull the Virginia, uh, the D.C. area, and it'll also pull the Carolinas. Just, yeah, Baltimore and Philly and Philly and New York are just so fucking close to each other. I feel like California is like a big starting point, too. But that's for smaller venues. Right. With places, like with tours, like stadium tours, they need to be able to rehearse and hear the acoustics and uh-huh. adjust accordingly. They're not going to want people hanging around the stadium hearing things. Uh-huh. Uh, but it's really interesting because Beyonce, and I'll be doing a Beyonce podcast with someone who's at the show tonight. Uh, Beyonce, like... Giant tour like that, I can't imagine going into it and having no idea what the set list is going to be like. Yeah, you can't you can't look. That's right. It's not out there yet. Um, but I'm curious how that show is going to be because that would have been a cool show to be at. I is there like some weird connection to Philly Beyonce Jay Z have because he also did the Made in America tour here. That's a good question. I have no idea. Hold on, let me. Uh, I'm you you van. I know Jay Z is from Trenton or like went to Trenton High at some point. I didn't know that. I thought he was Brooklyn. 
Well, I think he ended up moving there, but I'm uh, pretty sure he started at Trenton High. Um, and, I mean, Beyonce's obviously from Houston, Texas, baby. Uh, but, oh, spars with This Philly is five Mayo. years ago. <laughs> I was like, Bay or Kenny? That's easy. I could spar with him. Um, but yeah, now I want to look that up. Um, but I don't know what I was saying. Guys, I'm like really tired. I did not sleep. Yeah, babies are exhausting. That wasn't even the baby's fault. I mean, it was her fault she woke up at 5.45 today because like what the actual fuck. Yeah. But I could not get to sleep. And when I, even when I did, it was, like, very short and restless, and I was never, like, completely in, oh, man, it's just, it's been, yeah, it's been rough. And we've been busy. It's very hard to, um, yeah, Trent High School. Hmm. It says here, yeah, he has strong ties to Philly, having signed numerous Philly rappers to Rockefeller Records. Like Freeway and Beanie Siegel, but I'm I didn't still... know Freeway was from Philly. Mm. Did you? I don't know who Freeway is. Did he die? I don't know. He's he's a rapper, so maybe. <laughs> oh. Um. Yeah. Oh no, he's still alive. Um, Good for freestyle. Freeway. Freeway. Fuck whatever. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. What's up with you? What's up with me? Um. Looking forward to getting into therapy soon and talking about my fear of flying. Yes, because eventually we're going on vacation. Because we're going to fly. Well, I also had a big anxiety block very recently where I, for a work thing, had to go to the 18th floor of the biggest building in town. And uh, little little baby JD couldn't make himself Aww, do it. Poor dude. Yeah, yeah that was bad. I need to my mom came all the way here to help me deal with her while I was working without you. Yeah, and and then, I didn't. I didn't beat myself up. I'm out. I'm out of practice. Okay. Yeah, my mom and I just went out and ate yeah. dinner somewhere. We had a good time. Uh, yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what else to talk about right now. I'm just so beat. I just wanted. To yeah. Well, jump we're on we're officially at the 30 minute mark, so we can do that. Um, I just want to jump on and remind everyone we're still here. We still here. Summer's rough, but yeah, we got shit, and we got some guests coming up. Yep, we got guests so, coming up. Uh, summer's rough with guests, too. Everyone's oh yeah. so busy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's just been easier for the two of us to just come on and shoot the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, <sighs> yeah, like, subscribe. KYGY2K. All the things. I think I need to start plugging my handle early. You in, do, you do. Thing. Follow at JD Patrick Comedy on Instagram at KYGY2K. Wow, you're really burying my at Gothmom podcast at on Instagram. Goth, at Gothmom uh, podcast. What What are you doing about threads? I think I need to get on it now, just because it's particularly as somebody who's trying to put content out there. I'll I'll just regret not putting it out sooner. Yeah, maybe I um, should get on threads. Yeah, I'm curious how uh, they're gonna handle uh, media content. Like, because as of right now, I'm still putting up like. Uh, KYG Y2K clips and like some will get like a thousand views. Meanwhile, God, there, there's this newer group of comics in the city. I didn't wear had like a sketch troupe, mm-hmm. and I looked at their Instagram today, and they have multiple videos with multiple millions of views. Oh wow! And it's like, oh, if you just like work on your shit, like 
you know, this stuff can get around. Obviously, it hasn't translated to their funds because they're doing open light comedy with me at the fucking grape room. Well, okay, that's this. My issue is I hate Mark Zuckerberg. Obviously, mm-hmm. I only I deleted my Facebook years ago. Had to get it back for work and deleted it literally the day I left that job and haven't looked back. The only reason I have Instagram was because initially it was not owned by Facebook and now it is. I just can't bring myself to get rid of it. So part of me is like, I don't want to give Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. <laughs> Zuckerberg. He's got Zuckerberg, quite a beak on him. <laughs> Zuckerberg. Another, um, another, you know, like up uppity thing like woo but i might hate elon musk even more yeah Yeah, i want i want to piss elon musk off more than i want to not support mark zuckerberg is at least regular evil billionaire yeah elon's elon's being a little extra well what were we talking about the other day i was like i feel like i'd probably like grimes music but i just cannot bring myself to listen to her because she fucking like like yeah. with Elon Musk, we I I had think a child a full child with him. I know there's that old axiom of you can't help who you fall in love with. I think we need to be a little judgier about that shit because I think that's a great point. Like, oh, you know, you can't help who you fall in love with. Like, well, oh yeah, guess what? You fell in love with a billionaire and a fucking asshole, and you reproduce with him to make child what fifteen and sixteen. Yeah, that's what the world needs. More Elon fucking Musks. Yeah. With the weird name. That wasn't legal. Oh, yeah. with Yeah, he, he named his child an FX twin song, basically. <laughs> yeah, so I can't bring myself to listen to Grimes, because I'm like, what kind of person are you that you let this man inside you? I mean, it's each his own, but, like, we can all agree Elon Musk. Maybe we can't, but Elon Musk sucks. And if that makes you not listen to my podcast, cool. Bye. Mm-hmm. Anything yeah. else? Um, I, I, I don't really have anything. What did you think of the new uh, cool. Olivia Rodrigo? Oh, I like that music video. I, I, I like the video. It's really yeah. cool. Again, it, people have both observed and complained that uh, pop music now is a bit of a mono genre, mm-hmm. where it's literally taking a little bit of everything. I like it. Yeah? I, I like... Again, this is part of the reason I always shit on punk and metalhead elitists, like... I always cheered on the acts I liked to get as big as possible. If they change their music to a certain degree, like, oh, well, whatever, I had the old shit. But I am a big fan of weirdness mm-hmm. in the mainstream. That's why I love, like, Billie Eilish, one of the biggest stars in the world, all these little girls love her, and she puts out a music video, and it's her drinking motor oil and then crying it all out. Like, fuck Yeah. Yeah. Yes, we need more art school people. Yeah. No, I like her. I I hope she does well. Yeah. Not nah, Billy. Billy. I think Eilish she's a Disney cool. kid too, Olivia. Olivia Rodrigo is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but good for her. She's bringing the emo good for back. Her. Yeah. As for days. Um. Yeah. As for days. Alright, let's end on that note. We gotta look up Amanda Please. See how no, she's no, no, going. No, 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 no. Ask for Go days. look up Amanda Please, the song Ask for Days. Amanda uh, Please, we probably told you about that already. I'm sorry. If still, it's it, it's fun. If you want to get some really uh, not safe for work things that just got through a little bit through well, through YouTube and through her panties. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, see you next time, y'all. Alright, bye. Bye. Uh,